0: The Ragazin Sheets are available online at thesheets.com. Our website also offers free introductory material, including an online seminar. You can also receive free introductory material by calling us directly at 212-674-3123. That's the Ragazin Sheets at 212-674-3123. Ragazin, the most respected name in racing.
2: Have you heard the news? You can get free formulator pass performances with DRF Bets. Sign up to get the best bonus in racing with a $250 deposit match and a $10 free bet, plus free formulator pass performances. Enjoy all the perks of using formulator with projected odds, trainer patterns, race and horse notes, replays, and more. Never pay for past performances again. Just use the promo code winning when you register at drf.com slash bet. That's winning at drf.com slash bet. It's post time for Thoroughbred Los Angeles, the most informative and profitable hour of horse racing found anywhere. Thoroughbred Los Angeles is brought to you by Los Alamitos. Come out and watch the stars of tomorrow in the Grade 2 Los Alamitos Starlet and the Grade 2 Los Alamitos Futurity. By Data Racing Forum, exclusive past performance content provider for Thoroughbred L.A. By the Lane Meridian Hotel in Arcadia, just a furlong east of Santa Anita. Call 626-777-6699 to reserve your room for Santa Anita opening day, December 26th. By Legacy Ranch, get your young horses started right at Legacy Ranch. By HorseBills.com, enjoy building made easy through HorseBills.com. By the California Thoroughbred Breeders Association, it pays to own a cow By the Ragazin Sheets, the most effective handicapping tool available. Get the sheets. By Los Alamitos Night Quarter Horse Racing. Sometimes your best day of racing is at night. By Bruce on BetOnBruce.com. Selections from Northern and Southern California each racing day. By the Derby Room at Fairplex Park in Pomona. The Inland Empire's newest and best satellite wagering facility. And by the South Point Casino in Las Vegas, where the action never stops. And now, here are your host. John Lindo and Bob Ike.
3: And good morning, and welcome to a Saturday edition of Thoroughbred Los Angeles. I'm John Lindo. I'll be joined by my guest host Bob Ike in just a minute. Uh, we got a 12 thirty first post time at Los Alamitos. It's closing weekend. The feature today, the Grade Two Los Alamitos Fraturity goes as the ninth on the fi- and final on today's card. We'll see a Bob Baffert can win his eighth. Los Alfa out of his last out of the last ten. So he's been on a roll. He's won both graded stakes at the meet. He'll try and make it three for three in the graded stakes ranks. We also have a pick six carryover at Los Alamitos, 21,968 going into today. And if nobody can pull off and an, uh, a win in the pick six, mandatory payouts tomorrow. I want to remind everybody tomorrow a twelve race card at Los Alamitos, early first post time, eleven thirty A.M. So a lot going on there closing weekend and to talk about some of the news of the week, and let's bring in our our regular co-host, Mr. Bob Ike. Bob, how are you doing this morning?
4: Doing well, John. Good morning, and uh, a lot of weather throughout the country today, so I know Florida is getting hit with a bunch of rain, Uh, so it's interesting, John. I pulled up all the PPs from all the tracks in North America today, and with with Gulfstream and Tampa Bay being rained off the turf, there's going to be exactly three turf races run in North America today, and that's at the fairgrounds, and, and they could get some rain. So uh, potentially a day without turf racing in North America, and that, that would be very strange.
3: That is unbelievable, and as dependent as uh, North American racing has gotten on the turf, uh, that that's going to have a significant impact. Like you say, the uh, feature race uh, at Gulfstream Park is the Allen Jerkins today. That was scheduled for two miles on the turf. That'll be now run at a mile and five eighths on the Tapida and uh, uh, aqueduct no turf racing there they they have good weather in aqueduct but they're on the dirt only up there a couple of five hundred thousand dollar new york stallion stakes so there'll be some good racing in new york and obviously we'll have good weather at los alamitos today bob let's talk about a, a couple things that happened this week and the first uh, piece of news is, is, is something that i really enjoyed uh, hearing this week and uh, a, a guy that i had the pleasure to meet through our buddy jay Pribman. Mr. Dick Girardi, who's an Eclipse Award winner, he's been based in Philadelphia for forever. Uh, he does the uh, helps out with the buyer speed figures in the Philadelphia area, does a, a TV show over there, all kinds of different uh, awards that he's won through the years. Uh, he is now going to be a Hall of Famer.
4: Yeah, he's going to join Jay Pribman, who went in last year to the Joe Hirsch uh, Media Roll of Honor at the Hall of Fame there in Saratoga Springs. And I also met Dick through Jay, and but it's been decades ago I, I met him maybe thirty years ago, and he's become a good friend and uh, I always uh, respect his opinion i you know I've always thought in my career john uh, that Jeff Siegel was the best handicapper I've ever known, and I think Dick Girardi's the best gambler I've ever known because he has played in that b c b c uh contest on Breeders' Cup weekend for many years now. He finished third in 2019 with a big total. He's an incredibly good gambler. He's a great writer. He wrote for the Philadelphia Daily News for years. Uh, ironically, John, just a week or so ago, was inducted into the Big Five Hall of Fame for bas- college basketball writers back in Philadelphia. So. Uh, Dick has been uh, bestowed with some honors here in the last couple weeks. And, of course, the ultimate honor for racing is going into the National Hall of Fame. So uh, a great guy. He is retired from the Philadelphia Daily News, but, but like you said, he's still active. He's a basketball commentator. He does work with the Buyer speed figures, and he plays in a lot of these contests. And uh, if you're looking at the leaderboard, a lot of times you're going to see Dick Girardi's name right up at the, uh, near the top,
3: John. So he not only knows what he's writing about, but he goes to the windows and backs his opinions. And I have a lot of respect for that. You look at his resume, he's won an Eclipse Award, five Red Smith Awards for coverage of the Kentucky Derby, three Joe Hirsch Awards for coverage of the Breeders' Cup, and the Walter Hyde Award for Excellence in Turf Riding way back in 2007. So uh, a terrific resume. Great to see him get recognized and get a spot in a Hall of Fame. Congratulations to Dick Girardi. Good guy, and like you say, I, I I pay attention when he goes to the windows because he knows what he's doing, Bob. So uh, guys like that, uh, we need more of them. Uh, on, on the other side of the fence, uh, some news came out this week. The condition book for for Golden Gate came out this week, and we saw some pretty significant cuts in purses that you know we anticipated this was coming, but the hits are pretty strong. Yeah,
4: very strong, John. Twenty-five percent cuts at Golden Gate for the condition book, and this is their final meet. They're running. Through June, 14 of the stakes races were eliminated, so there's only two stakes races left now at Golden Gate for their final meet. And, you know, if I just started thinking about it, John, of uh, what if you were uh, a horseman, horsewoman that wanted to stay involved in racing, and you're getting this kind of news. Uh, it, it, to me, induces you to move to another circuit and quickly. Uh, if you want to stay in this, now the guys that maybe are retiring or, or they're going to leave the sport, maybe they stick around at Golden Gate and kind of go through this 25% cut. But the younger people that want to stay in, I think it just incentivizes them to move somewhere else. And, you know, John, there's not a lot of opportunities. When you're starting to look now uh, west of the Mississippi, there are just not a ton of opportunities. Now, hopefully, Turf Paradise is going to run this year. They they are scheduled to, but I would think that that's a little dicey as well, considering, you know, they weren't running, and I think a lot of horsemen left Arizona. So maybe some of the Golden Gate people go over there, uh, but I just think it's moving them out of state. I don't see that the, they have the horses that fit down here in Southern California. So I think it's another blow for California racing.
3: I agree, and you know the thing about it uh, you cut the purse is twenty five percent but I guarantee you it 's not costing twenty five percent less to train those horses in california and if you 're looking for options, you know, do I really trust that that Turf paradise is going to start running at the end of january they 've been on again off again, on again, and until the new ownership comes in there and settles it down uh, under the current ownership uh, the, the state of affairs there i just don 't trust what 's going on uh, you have uh Washington State Emerald Downs which starts up in April but again they're kind of dependent and what do you do between now and and April you can race at, at Golden Gate for the reduced purses and then maybe go up to Emerald Downs but you're right Bob but uh, this is the, the thing that the horsemen have to decide now do we uproot our families and and just relocate to a different circuit that makes more economic sense because I just don't think that they can come down to southern california and cut it. So uh, a lot going on with Golden Gate. We'll see how the field sizes go as they start racing the day after Christmas like Santa Anita will. So uh, we'll be monitoring that situation up there. I know you've looked a little bit around the country for plays today, Bob, and with uh, Bruce Finkelstein having the day off, uh, I'm going to have you look at uh, Oaklawn Park. The track is sloppy there today at Oaklawn Park. And uh, first of all, let's take a look at the stakes race up there, and that's the Tinsel. That's a mile and an eighth race for older horses. There's a late scratch of number six, Ardenwood, so you have a field of six in the race. Uh, Morning Line Favorites, number two, strong quality. Looks like a pretty wide-open race to me.
4: Yeah, it does, Sean. And just one other note on the purse cuts. You know, Santa Anita is trimming their stake schedule as well by two over $2 million. So that's about a 5% hit uh, on the Southern California book as well. So um, we're definitely heading the wrong way on purses. And like you said, it's certainly not any cheaper to train here. Uh, you've got the costs continue to rise. Workers' comp payroll keeps going up for uh, these guys, so it's going to be very difficult to to make ends meet unless you're really near, uh, you know, one of one of the elites that that have a bunch of stake sources here. Okay, let's look at Oakland. And you mentioned the tensile. That's their feature. Goes as the ninth race, two hundred thousand. Uh, a mile and an eighth. And John, you said sloppy. Now, I'm hoping that track will dry out because uh, by the weather forecast, they weren't going to get a lot more rain today. And I think that track will dry out pretty quickly. But the scratch is important because Ardenwood was a horse that had speed and I thought might compromise strong quality on the front end. I thought maybe these two could could get hooked up early. But I'm going to stick with the same horse that I picked uh, going in before the scratch, and that's number four, speed bias. I think he can lay close enough. Uh, he's got a number of races that I think are good enough. I think Strong Quality, who's the morning line favorite, got the big figure last time winning a five-horse field, walking on the lead at Churchill. And, John, this is a no Lasix race at Oaklawn, and you look at that. I know you and I really pay attention to the no Lasix form on these horses, and I don't think it's as good for strong quality when this horse is off Lasix as opposed to when he runs with Lasix. Speed Bias has done okay without Lasix. I think he's going to get first run, and I'm going to make him the horse to beat in here. So in the tensile, I like number four, Speed Bias, who's three to one, the second choice. The other one I'll look at in here is Dennington John. I think he is an improving three-year-old, but again, no Lasix is a bit of a concern for me. I think this horse is getting better. But he does come from off the pace. So he'll be making a late run. Not sure that the race is going to set up ideally for him, but he's going to be my second pick in here. So I'll go speed bias the four over number seven, Dennington, and that's the ninth race at Oaklawn today.
3: So that's number four speed bias, three to one on the program in the ninth race at Oaklawn Park over the seven. Dennington is five to one. And then for a radio play, Bob, you wanted to go to a different race at Oaklawn.
4: Yeah, I'm going to stick at Oaklawn today because, you know, I I love turf racing and it's just not available all over the country today. So it looked to me like Oaklawn had the best card and and some really competitive races. And I'm going to go to the fourth race there, which is an allowance, optional claimer, a good solid field of nine in here. You've got a, a speed horse who's going to clear off, and that's the morning line favorite in Super Ocho. But I'm just not sure he really wants to run six furlongs. Sean, we saw this horse when he was in California extremely fast. I mean, he might be one of the fastest horses in the country. It's hard to get in front of this horse. But I think he's a little compromised going six furlongs, and I hope that's the case uh, today because I'm going to pick the very sharp horse, number four, Runaway Jack, who's rattled off four straight wins at Delaware Park. Started his career at Oakland, where he ran second in four straight races. So in his eight career races, he's been first or second in each time. He's not quick early, so uh, he's going to need for Super Ocho to come back to him. But he gets rolling pretty good in the lane, especially the last 16th of a mile. He's trained by Mac Robertson. He's 3-1. to one. So uh let's make that the radio play today John fourth race at Oaklawn which goes at about 11:54 Pacific time number 4 runaway Jack at 3 to 1 and John Lindo you were red hot last weekend uh, your sheet you produced uh 8 out of the 9 winners uh how how did you not sweep John that was the Saturday card you missed a 280 winner i think <laughs> no I <missed laughs> it was a, your 240, only win. miss, a 240 winner. a 240 winner 240 winner my mistake 1 to 5 uh, but you got the other eight. So an incredible jo- uh, job, John, on your sheet, and it's brought to us by the South Point. Uh, what do you like today in care of the Lindo report?
3: Well, I'm going to go to Los Alamitos. In the, in, at Los Alamitos, race number six today, a very wide open race. I thought number two, Eddie's Wave, uh, lost all chance when he was shuffled back after the start in his debut, ran into some traffic on the turn. I think you can throw that race out. I, I love the fact that he now gets to race over his home track. You have Edwin Maldonado to help pop him out of the gate and get a little better position. I think he's got more tactical speedy than he showed in his debut. So it's 6-1 to one on the morning line. Number two, Eddie's Wave, I think, can improve. Race number six today at Los Alamitos. Uh, Bob, before we take our first break, I want to ask you, what is your schedule for your, your handicapping sheet with uh, Santa Anita kicking off the day after Christmas?
4: Yeah, I'll be online and ready to go on opening day December 26th. And then from there on at Santa Anita, I'll be Saturdays and Sundays only. Uh, the occasional Monday that we run on a holiday, I will put out a sheet as well. So I'm just kind of freshening up. I'm on the sidelines right now, John, but I'll be uh, chomping and ready to go on December 26th.
3: Sounds good. Let's go ahead and take our first break. When we come back, we'll have Bob Mazursky on, and we'll talk about the Los Alamitos Futurita today. And we're also going to bring in Art Wilson from the Southern California News Group. We're going to remember a little bit about John Shearer, who passed away this week at the age of 102. Those two, uh, when we come back here on Thoroughbred LA, right here on Angels Radio AM 830 KLAA and on the Angels Radio app.
5: sunrise through sleepy eyes how happy i be
6: Angels Radio AM 830
7: <laughs> <Porch-racing fans. laughs> Los Alamitos race Course continues its celebration of 10 years of daytime thoroughbred racing with an action-packed winter session of racing in beautiful Orange County. Racing will be held Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays through December 17th. First post will be 12.30 p.m. Pacific. Plenty of stakes action is in store this season, led by the running of the Los Alamitos Futurity on Saturday with points on the line for next year's Kentucky Derby, plus the King Glorious on closing day Sunday, December 17th. And horse players, our live money on-track handicapping contest is back on Saturday. Saturday. You could win a berth to the 2024 NHC in Las Vegas. For contest format and more, visit LosAlamitos.com. And remember that on Saturdays during our winter meet, we'll add $10,000 to the pick six pool if there's not a carryover. That's more money for our pick six players to win on Saturday afternoons. Daytime racing is back at Los Alamitos. And remember, now with $10,000 added to the pick six pool on Saturdays if there's not a carryover, don't miss the Los Alamitos winter thoroughbred meet.
2: Developed by Horseman, horsebills.com is a cost-effective, time-saving, environment-friendly, paperless revolution of how equine industries bill and receive payments. Vendors are able to generate electronic invoices for each horse whose owners can pay through the same website with just one click. Say goodbye to stacks tax of invoices, handwritten checks and postage costs, easy accounting for all parties with the highest online security measures. Get started free at horsebills.com. Simply register with your name and email address. Free to sign up. No subscription fees to vendors until the first invoice is sent. For owners, you get a free account, comprehensive dashboard with information on all horses owned and billing records, ACH and credit card payment options. For vendors, generate invoices efficiently and receive payments quickly from both owners and other vendors. Syndicate and partnership managers get flexible billing and payment options to both vendors and syndicate members. For more info, call 888-938-4643, 888-938-4643, or log on to horsebills.com. That's horsebills.com. See you at the Derby Room, 2201 North White Avenue in Pomona. Let Legacy Ranch prepare your horses the right way before heading to the racetrack. Farm trainer Terry Knight oversees the five-furlong training track meticulously maintained by well-known track supervisor Richard Tedesco. Your horses will get the time, experience, and individual attention they need to be fully prepped and give them their best chance for success at the races. Located in Clements, California, the 145 acres of Legacy Ranch provides large pastures and grass paddocks, too.
8: G'day, this is Michael Rona, and you're listening to Thoroughbred Los Angeles on AM 830
3: KLAA. Welcome back to Thoroughbred Los Angeles. I'm John Linda with Bob Ike, And Bob, uh, it's time for our Cal bread of the Week.
4: Yeah, and let's go to, uh it was last Sunday at Los Alamitos, and our Cow Bread of the Week is Madison Ray, who was the winner of the $100,000 Soviet Problem Stakes. Madison Ray is by Pavel out of the scat daddy mare, Tafeta, was bred by Redham Racing, is owned by by Cybt Rafter Jr. Ranch, STD Racing, and Nintwig, and is trained by Peter Miller and John. It was appropriate that uh, Peter Miller completed the hat trick with that win, being out of being by Pavel. So uh, three wins on the day for Peter Miller, and the sixty thousand dollar winner's share puts her career earnings at over a hundred and nine thousand dollars. It pays to own a cowbred and uh, John, uh, let us know we got to get our cowbreds registered by the end of the year.
3: Right, it does pay to own a Calbred, so you, if your horse is eligible, now's the time to go ahead and register your foals of 2022 as Calbred by December the 31st. So you have till the end of the month, $125 to register for CTBA members, $250 for non-CTBA members, and talking about Calbreds, Bob, a shout out to the Legacy Stallion, ra- ra- excuse me, Legacy Ranch Stallion, Mr. Big, as Chancery Way won the $75,000 Bear Fan Stakes at Golden Gate last Saturday, and Legacy Ranch also has the homebred Twilight Moon in today's sixth race. Uh, this is a daughter of Clubhouse Ride, so best of luck to our friends at Legacy Ranch. Let's and, go ahead and, John, bring our I have next some guest.
4: wine for you as well that I picked up uh, <laughs> care of Legacy Ranch, so we'll get that to you for the holidays.
3: Perfect timing. I like it. it uh, <laughs> I, I will stop by and pick that up, Bob. Let's go ahead and bring in our next guest, and that's Bob Mazursky, the publicity man at Los Alamitos for the daytime thoroughbred meet. And, uh, Bob Mazursky, I was going to talk to you about seeding the Pick 6 pool today with $10,000, but we don't have to because there's a carryover going into today's Pick 6 sequence.
5: Now, hi, guys. Yeah, that's true. We've had uh, both Fridays, we had carryovers into Saturday, so there was no need to do it. So just have to wait to have it to happen on the Sunday night cards, and unless we bring it back next June when we start our uh, thoroughbred meets all over again.
3: So we've got 21,800 and change going into the pick six that goes as races four through nine today. And uh, before we, we talk about a selection from you, I know Bob Ike had a question about one, in, one of the best on-track handicapping contests in Southern California. Yours is today, correct?
5: That is right. We started the uh, win-play show, Daily Double's Exactus trifectas. It's on the entire card. You can enter up until 1 o'clock today at the... Information window on the mezzanine level, that's right across from the Vessels Club entrance. It's $500. $400 goes onto a live money card. The rest goes into the prize pool. And the top two finishers will earn spots in the uh, NHC Championship early next year in Las Vegas.
3: And, Bob, Ike, you've played in that as well as I have.
4: Yeah, Bob, uh, good morning. I won't be able to get down there today, but you guys should have a really good day of handle with that pick-six carryover and then the on-track a handicapping contest which brings in a lot of players you'll you'll get a hundred or so entrants in that i would think so uh, i'm looking for a good day of handle for you guys today bob
5: no i think it should be it should be very good today and then of course tomorrow we should really have the handle with 12 races in the daytime yesterday we started at 11:30 tomorrow morning 12 race card we 97 horses entered the 12 races so good field size tomorrow and it's going to be a huge day for Michael Roner tomorrow. Twelve races to call in the daytime, and then twelve more at night.
3: He's going to be a busy man. Well, Bob Mazursky, let's talk a little bit about the feature race today, the Grade Two Los Alamitos Futurity, and we're t- we we're talking about two-year-olds and graded stakes races at Los Alamitos. You have to talk about Bob Baffert, and he's got half this field. That's the ninth race on today's card.
5: Yeah, he does, and you know he's won this race eight times since he's run it here. He won the first. I mean, he will been looking for his eighth. I'm sorry, he's won seven out of nine so far. He won seven in a row, and then the last two years Slow down. Andy won for Doug O'Neill, and last year, practical move for Tim Yachty. But I think Bob has the horse to beat. Obviously, today in Coach Prime, I thought he was very impressive, breaking his maiden at Del Mar, and he certainly gets a race that should set up well for him. Because the other horses in here all basically are speed type horses, so I think he'll get the right kind of run, and I think more distance the better for him. Line me up, kind of misfired, and the breeders had juvenile, but he was second in the American Feral. In that race, the Stable made news, and then Winstock, you know, improved the bunch when he went long, going deep to the wires, scored an upset in the New York bred, owned by uh, Dr. Allred and Jack Lebow. Of course, Mr. Allred is the uh, owner of Los Al, and Jack Lebow the uh, vice president of Los Al Racing Association. So they they'll have a big interest in today's security. Uh,
3: Absolutely, and uh, you talked about Coach Prime. He's the two-to-one favorite, number five on the program, ninth race, which will go about 4.28 or so Pacific time. As far as the radio play today, Bob, where do you want to go?
5: I'm going to go to the eighth race. I like number two, Bossy Brungal, the win right back. I just think she's well spotted after breaking her maiden at Del Mar. J.G. Tori Alba rides her back for Doug O'Neill. I think she'll get a good trip here. So number two, Bossy Brungal, listed at four-to-one in race eight.
3: So that's race number eight, number two, Bossy Bruin Gal, four to one on the program. That's for Bob Mazurski. All of Bob's selections can be found at today's Racing Digest. Bob, enjoy closing weekend, and we will be talking Santa Anita next Saturday.
5: All right. Take care, guys. Take care.
3: That was Bob Mazurski from Los Alamitos. Let's go ahead now and, and bring in a special guest, and that's Mr. Art Wilson from the Southern California News Group. Uh, Art has written a number of articles about John Shear. He's the paddock captain. Who passed away this week from Santa? Uh, he was a paddock captain at Santa Anita. Excuse me. Uh, passed away this week at the age of 102. He was only four foot 11 in height, but I tell you what, he had a lot bigger presence around Santa Anita. And uh, wanted to bring in Art to talk a little bit about John. John, uh, I know John Shearer was a, a very uh, a, f- a person you held in high regard, didn't uh, Art? Good morning.
6: Boy, yes. Good morning, John. Um, Yeah, I mean, John was just one of those kind of people that we come across in life that uh, you never hear anybody say a bad word about him. And John was one of those people, uh, just uh, delightful, uh, loved the sport. Uh, And I I never really, you know, since I was started going out to the races in the 1970s, I would always see John there in the paddock holding the rope and, um, you know, conversing with fans. But I never really got a chance to talk to him. Until I did a column on him, uh, on the eve of his 100th birthday in January 2021. And boy, what, what, what a delightful man. Uh, just, uh, cheerful. Uh, and of course, you know, he'll always be a hero for what he did, uh, when he saved that little girl back in, uh, you know, uh, the, the, from being trampled by the loose horse. Uh, you know, there's, uh, John will always be remembered not only by Santa Anita, but by its many fans that he came in contact with. And anyone who knew John, um, uh, their life is better because of it.
3: Well, Art, I tell you, that was back in 2011. He actually stepped in front of a, a horse that got loose as was running back through this stable area and, and, uh, saved a young, young girl from, uh, you know, getting hit by a, a full running thoroughbred. He, he got, uh, a lot of significant injuries out of that. And he was not a young man back then. He was in it around 90 years old. So, I mean, he had a fractured pelvis, a fractured cheekbone. Uh, all kinds of, of different injuries, but he came back from that. And even in his late 90s, Art, this guy was doing push-ups every day.
6: Oh, he was, yeah, I think I, uh, he told me that at 90 he was doing uh, 35 push-ups a day. Uh, John, I, I don't know if there's been a time in my life where I could do 35 push-ups a day when I was <laughs> 20 years old. <laughs> so he He was just a remarkable man, will never be forgotten.
3: Well, I'm, I'm glad that Santa Anita, too, honors him with a race. They have the John Shear Stakes. It's a one-mile race. It'll be run in April this year, so we can remember and, and talk about John. And, you know, you think about guys like uh, Eddie, who ran the shoe shine Stand. Uh, we have a race named after him. Some real iconic figures from Santa Anita through the years. Unfortunately, we've lost a couple recently now. But uh, just wanted uh, to get your memories of, of John Shear, Good guy, uh, a little guy with an awful big heart. Uh, I know, uh, Bob, Ike had a question for you about what you guys are doing with the newspaper
4: bob yeah good morning art uh, i know you guys are going to do something online uh, and it's called ponies express so wanted to find out how people can get signed up for that what kind of content you're going to have and also does this mean less racing coverage in the print edition of the southern california newspaper groups
6: yeah good morning uh, Bob um, actually the ponies express has been a- has been around for now a couple of years and a lot of people didn't know about it. But uh, it's something that you can sign up for um, if you go to SCNG, SouthernCalifornianewsgroup.com, slash newsletters. And uh, it'll be delivered uh to your inbox and on your email. And it's uh, a good tool if you're just interested in horse racing. You don't have to go online and, and uh, go through all the uh, other different pages of the paper. It'll take you directly to the links for uh my columns. Uh, my game stories, uh, our consensus box, which has, uh, the picks of four, uh, four of our handicappers, one, two, three. And, uh, no, Bob, it doesn't mean less coverage in the daily, uh, edition, the print editions. Uh, we're still one of the very few papers in the country that brings you the full form chart results, uh, full graded handicap by, uh, Bob Mazursky and, uh, my columns every Friday and the stories. So, uh, i I'm, I'm very proud of our horse facing coverage. My boss has let me write what I want to write about, and uh I just you know I think we have um, if not the best, one of the best horse facing coverage newspapers in the country.
3: Well, we're not going to let you get away our before we get a radio pick from you. I know you're in that handicapping consensus box, so you've done the work for Los Alamitos today. Do you have a radio play for us
6: i do uh, I'm going to the eighth race uh, uh, uh $32,000 claiming event for two-year-old Phillies. I like the number five horse, uh, three to one on the morning line. Walk, don't run. Uh, she's coming out of an overnight stakes, the Golden Gate debutante up north at, at Golden Gate. Um, she has shown that she likes the layout here at Los Al. She broke her maiden back in uh, September by a head with uh, Tiago Pereira aboard, and Tiago is, uh, is climbing back aboard after um, – after uh, a two race uh, junket up north, so I like uh, she's got tactical speed, which I like. So I think she's going to be really, really tough in the eighth. And if you're looking for an exacta or a number, ho- another horse to put in your late pick four or pick six, I'm looking also the number four horse, nine to two on the morning line, with Pixie Sticks with Edwin Maldonado, who I've always admired as one of the uh, very underrated jockeys. He's really resurrected right his career the last two or three years, and uh, so I like Walk, Don't Run on top, and if you're looking for Exacta, uh, Miss Pixie sticks also.
3: So for Art Wilson from the Southern California News Group, that's number five, Walk, Don't Run, at 3 to 1 on the morning line, race eight at Los Alamitos. Art, we appreciate the regular coverage that your newspapers give the horse racing business out here. Thanks for what you do. It's great to see you whenever I can run down to the press box, and I know where you'll be on December the 26th. Oh, yeah, he, he definitely know where I'll be. It <laughs> sounds good. All right, have a happy holiday, and we'll see you the day after Christmas. Same to you. Thanks, guys. That was Art Wilson from the Southern California News Group. Bob, let's go ahead and take our next time out. When we come back, we will go to New York and touch base with John Hardoon of the Rags and Sheets. Then we'll go down to South Florida and see how that weather's holding up for Toby Callett down there at, at, around Gulfstream Park. You're listening to Thoroughbred Los Santos right here on the home of Angels Radio, AM 830 KLAA, and on the Angels Radio app. So
5: easy.
7: Silver and black play here on AM 830, KLAA. Now, more than ever, it
2: pays to own a cowbred. Owners of a registered California bred maiden shall be paid $17,500 owner's bonus for winning a maiden allowance race in Southern California and a $10,000 owner's bonus for winning a maiden allowance race in Northern California. These bonus awards are in addition to all regular purse monies won and will be paid within 30 days after the win. California bred $50,000 or less maiden claiming winners will be eligible for the current $40,000 or less starter races too. Take advantage of these tremendous new incentive programs by breeding and buying cow For information, call the California Thoroughbred Breeders Association at 626-445-7800. That's 626-445-7800. Or log on to ctba.com. And remember, it pays to own a cowbread.
0: the ragazin sheets are available online at the our website also offers free introductory material including an online seminar you can also receive free introductory material by calling us directly at 212-674-3123 that's the ragazin sheets at 212-674-3123 ragazin the most respected name in racing
2: from Golden Gate to Santa Anita to Del Mar, and everywhere racing is conducted in California, Bruce Finkelstein's Bet on Bruce has you covered. Full card selections available every racing day at BetOnBruce.com. Get advice on multi-wager ticket structures and improve your return on investment with Bruce Finkelstein's BetOnBruce.com. Bet on
7: experience. BetOnBruce.com. It's a weekend day and night doubleheader at beautiful Los Alamitos race course. On Saturday afternoon, it's the running of the Los Alamitos Futurity, followed by a great nighttime racing program at the track of Sunsets and Stars. For the night program, First Post will follow the last Los Alamitos daytime race on Saturday. And as always, the best of quarter horse racing continues at Los Alamitos, with two of night racing's best bets, the early and late pick fours. Don't forget that Los Alamitos features a traditional $2 pick six with no jackpot provisions. And on Sunday nights, Los Los Alamitos adds 10000 to the pick-six pool, if there's not a carryover. This is also closing weekend of the nighttime meet at Los Alamitos. We'll have mandatory payouts on Sunday night, plus the running of the Southern California Derby. Looking for a great spot to enjoy the racing action? It's the Vessels Club, with great tables overlooking the finish line. For reservations, call 714-820-2681. After this weekend, nighttime racing will return on Saturday night, December 30th. We hope to see you at Los Alamitos. Raiders football lives here on AMA thirty K L A A.
3: welcome back. Los Angeles. I'm John Lindo with Bob Ike. And Bob, uh, with Santa Anita opening up the day after Christmas, there's one place and one place only that's across the street from Santa Anita that you need to stay. And you better get your reservations coming up because you've got the Rose Bowl and the Rose Parade. So there'll be a lot of people in that San Gabriel Valley. Where do people need to stay when they're going over to Santa Anita?
4: Yeah, you need to get into the Lay Meridian Hotel. Like you said, opening day, December 26th, John, uh, make the reservation for the whole week because you're going to want to stay for the Rose Parade, the Rose Bowl game. Uh, So stay the entire week at the Lay Meridian, just a furlong east of Santa Anita at 130 West Huntington Drive for reservations call, 626 777 6699, or if you're booking online through Marriott.com, use the code S9498, and uh, you'll get a 15% discount there by getting the Thoroughbred L.A. uh, Horse Players rate. And also uh, ask for that rate when you call in on your reservation as well. That's the Lay Meridian. And, John, another great place to be this time of the year is up in Las Vegas.
3: Yeah, I'm out in Las Vegas this weekend, and if you want to get out to the south Point. It's the home of the Cowboys this weekend with the National Finals Rodeo. This is the final weekend of it. I've seen more cowboy hats. And, and Bob, I tell you what, uh, just south of the, of the hotel, there are about 300 stalls for all, uh, stabling all these horses that are competing. I should be out there walking around talking about ship and win at Santa Anita, shouldn't I? Uh, <laughs> there you go, I tell you what, Let's do some yeah, recruiting. The, exactly. The number at the south point, 866-780-7223. Ask Steve Johnson how you can get your Thoroughbred L.A. horse players rate. And let's bring in our next guest. We'll go back to New York and talk to John Hardoon of the Rags and Sheets. And, John, unlike uh, South Florida and uh, Oakland Park, looks like you caught a nice day today in New York, but that may be temporary.
9: Yeah, it's absolutely a beautiful day today. It's uh, in the low 50s, I guess. The sun is shining, but uh, that's all going to come to a screeching halt uh, sometime this evening. Florida's weather is is due here later tonight and into tomorrow. So tomorrow's going to be a total washout at Aqueduct. It's also closing day for the next 10 days. Tomorrow's the last day of Aqueduct. They return back on December 28th for the last couple of days of this year, and uh, they'll be off for 10 straight days.
3: Well, the the features today in New York, their co-features, are two-year-old stakes races for New York breads, And I looked at that. I said, boy, those field sizes are big. And then I looked at the purse, $500,000 for each division of the stallion stakes. These are serious races. They are
9: serious purses. I don't know if they're serious Uh, races, but they are serious purses. These are two-year-olds soon to Uh, turn three, and uh, most superstars uh, amongst them, uh, however, they get to run for big money, and uh, and that's the advantage of breeding in New York, I guess, because... uh, these persons are just way out of way out well, of way.
6: Around,
3: well, I tell you what. The other thing, John, uh, t- talking about next week, with the aqueduct going dark. We're going to have uh, it'll be dark in Southern California. What will you be producing for for the ragas and sheets next week?
9: Well, we'll definitely have Gulfstream, I guess, and Oakland, and uh, maybe we'll find another track, Fairgrounds or somewhere else. But we'll definitely have two tracks up and running.
3: Sounds good, and Bob Ike. You wanted to ask about uh, what's going on today.
4: Yeah, Good morning, John. Uh, you give us picks from all over the country. Uh, just wanted to know where you're going to go for your first radio play, and also congratulate you on a great winner last week, uh, last Saturday at Gulfstream. This horse didn't just win, but won by the length of the stretch, and that was Nick Style at 560. So thank you for that, John, and uh, how about the first of your two radio plays today?
10: okay let's
9: look at aqueduct and look at the sixth race today at seven furlongs on the main track and i like the number one horse in here leo and royal this is a 3 old filly from the jeremiah englehart barn last time out he returned to aqueduct he's been at finger lakes finger lakes closed so a lot of those horses shipped down to aqueduct and he ran very well he's listed at 10 to 1 on the morning line he gets weights from the rest of the field I like, number one, Leo and Royal to upset and win today's sixth race. And let's play a couple of Exactors with number six, Amadeus Music, and number seven, Lock and Key. One, six, one, seven, exact to reverse them as well. And uh, certainly some sort of win, but on number one, Leo and Royal, if he's anywhere over the price of five to one.
3: So that's number one, Leo and Royal, 10-1 to on the program, race number six at Aqueduct, and maybe key in exacto boxes with the six, that's Amadeus Music, and the seven, Locks and Key, at Aqueduct. And we're going to get greedy and ask you for one more play. Where do you want to go for a second radio play?
9: Let's go to Lawn and look at the tenth and final. And I like the number seven horse in here, Rivercrest Girl. This is a four-year-old filly from the Danny Pish Barn, Louie Canyon is aboard to ride. She's listed at eight to one on the morning line. The best race of her career was run last year at Oaklawn. She returns to Oakland. She certainly can handle a wet track. She's listed at eight to one on the morning line. Number seven, Rivercrest, upset to wins today's tenth and final. Full field of twelve out at Oaklawn.
3: That's the tenth and final at Oaklawn. Number seven, Rivercrest Girl, eight to one on the program for John Harduna, of the Rags and Sheets. Uh, John, give out your website and then we'll let you get going.
9: J O N H A R D O O N dot com, three best plays, $10, four car, $25. Today we have Gulfstream, Oakland Aqueduct, and Los Al selections.
3: Thank you, John. Uh, stay safe and we will talk to you about San Anita next week on our preview show next Saturday.
9: Sounds great. Be well and stay safe, guys. Thank you.
3: That was John Hernandez in the Ragazin Sheets, and we're going to go down now to South Florida and touch base with Toby Callett, who is not getting the best of weather down there at uh, Gulfstream Park. They've had rain all week. They were off the turf uh, early in the week. They were off the turf yesterday. And, Toby, from what I understand, it sounds like we have more of the same today. Good morning.
10: Yes. Good morning, John. Good morning, Bob. Uh, you know, the weathermen, are, if, if we were right as infrequently as the weathermen, uh, we'd be looking for third and fourth jobs. But uh, <laughs> this time uh, they 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 nailed it, and uh, fortunately uh, it kept me from having to, to run pedigrees on the two-year-old turf races that uh, are so time-consuming now. Because not having filled up a file uh, for no turf racing during the summer, um, uh, you know those races are—I are, mean—they've been fruitful, mind you—but uh, time-consuming. So we knew this week that it was going to be uh, all to Petta all the time, and uh, you know that's. That's the price of admission. Uh, This isn't typical of uh, after hurricane season in South Florida, but uh, uh, we've been able to to figure out a way to to endure, and uh, we'll get through the weekend, and uh, next week it's supposed to be better. So hopefully we'll have plenty of turf to deal with next week.
3: And I know Bob Ike had a question regarding today's feature race, which the, the Alan Jerkins was supposed to be two miles on the turf course. Bob?
4: Yeah, Toby, good morning. Uh, two miles on the turf, haven't seen one of those uh, in, in a long, long time. And now we're going to mile and five eighths on the Tapeta. Uh, any opinion in there, or has that become just a pass race for you?
10: Well, you know, yeah, you guys like baseball a little bit. You could do the Yogi Berra and look for the deja vu all over again. Uh, the one horse in, in the Allen Jerkins, Valley Engineering, uh, they rode the, the Jerkins uh, last year, virtually the same time as this year. That race came off the turf, onto Cipetta, and Dalry Engineering got the job done. Uh, he reunites with Jose Ortiz, who rode him last year. I don't see any reason why he can't be a repeat winner. You're playing the race, the three swore, and the nine of uh, folks are both uh, grand motion trainees that uh, should have no problem getting uh, the route of ground. And it's obvious the eight McLovin, uh, the longer they run, the better it is for him. So if you're inclined to play, it's just, uh, one, three, nine, eight, escape the, uh, the Allen Jerkins. That won't be the radio play, but uh, because the 10th race is the radio play, you might be able to make a late double and, uh, and make lemonade out of uh, what the weather has done to make, uh, to make it a lemon kind of a day in the 10th. Well,
3: uh,
0: yeah, let's get that 10th uh, race.
10: 10th race. I like to Chow. Superchild. Superchild, you know, you guys talk about the lace that's on, the lace that's off, and it, it's, a, it's a great point. It's a great handicapping angle. Superchild is going to get licensed for the first time in his career today. He's run 14 times. Gets licensed today. Uh, Strong barn, Jose Ortiz, again, takes the call for a natural Jose Ortiz late double. Behind him, we're looking at the three real talk, written by brother Ira Ortiz, Uh, the six Doc Amster, and the two XY point to round the gimmicks out. The radio play is five, three, six, two. How do you do, Mr. Linda? (laughs)
3: <laughs> that's the five over the three six two the five is super chow race 10 at Gulfstream park for toby Callet. all of toby's plays can be found at tobycallet.com and today's racing toby we'll hope for a little bit warmer weather next week when we touch base with you next saturday and uh, keep in mind i'll be asking for you what you look for as far as any kind of handicapping angles as san anillo opens the day after christmas as
10: long as they run down the hill i'll be a happy guy
3: Yeah, you and me both, Toby. We'll let you go. Have a great day.
10: Thanks. Thanks a lot, John. Thanks,
3: Bob. That was Toby Callett from tobycallett.com. Let's go ahead and take our final break. When we come back, the busiest guy in racing, Michael Rona, is going to join us a little bit. We're going to... Get him on here real quick and get, get him through because he's got a busy day not only today, but tomorrow he, he goes beyond busy. He's going to be buried. But Michael Rutter from Los Alamitos joins us next here on Thoroughbred LA on Angels Radio AM 830 KLAA and on the Angels Radio app.
7: Football lives here on AMA 30, KLAA. Horse racing fans, Los Alamitos Racecourse continues its celebration of 10 years of daytime thoroughbred racing with an action-packed winter session of racing in beautiful Orange County. Racing will be held Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays through December 17th. First post will be 12.30 p.m. Pacific. Plenty of stakes action is in store this season, led by the running of the Los Alamitos Futurity on Saturday with points on the line for next year's Kentucky Derby, plus the King Glorious on closing day Sunday, December 17th. And horse our live money on-track handicapping contest is back on Saturday. You could win a berth to the 2024 NHC in Las Vegas. For contest format and more, visit LosAlamitos.com. And remember that on Saturdays during our winter meet, we'll add $10,000 to the Pick 6 pool if there's not a carryover. That's more money for our Pick 6 players to win on Saturday afternoons. Daytime racing is back at Los Alamitos. And remember, now with $10,000 added to the Pick 6 pool on Saturdays if there's not a carryover, don't miss the Los Alamitos winter thoroughbred meet.
2: Make the Lay Meridian Hotel in Arcadia your place to stay and play on your next visit to Santa Anita. Located just a furlong east of iconic Santa Anita Racetrack on Huntington Drive, the Le Meridian Hotel offers uncomplicated luxurious guest rooms and suites, a fitness center, meeting rooms for your group, and a newly refurbished dining room. A wide open bar and lounge makes the perfect gathering spot after a great day of the track. For reservations, call 626-777-6699 and use your Marriott Rewards points for even more savings. From the early morning workouts until after the last race is official, the Lay Meridian Hotel is a convenient and enjoyable way to maximize your next visit to Santa Anita. General Manager Katie Green welcomes you to a winning experience. The Lay Meridian Hotel, 130 Huntington Drive in Arcadia. The number for reservations once again, 626-777-6699. Now, more than ever, it pays to own a cow.bred Owners of a registered California bred maiden shall be paid $17,500 owner's bonus for winning a maiden allowance race in Southern California, and a $10,000 owner's bonus for winning a maiden allowance race in Northern California. These bonus awards are in addition to all regular purse monies won, and will be paid within 30 days after the win. California bred $50,000 or less Maiden Claiming winners will be eligible for the current $40,000 or less starter races, too. Take advantage of these tremendous new incentive programs by breeding and buying cow For information, call the California Thoroughbred Breeders Association at 626-445-7800. That's 626-445-7800. Or log on to ctba.com. And remember, it pays to own a cowbread.
1: Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? <laughs> South Point Casino's Racebook has the answer.
3: Final segment of Thoroughbred Los Angeles. And, Bob, Ike, uh, Leilani in the studio loved the Thursday night football game between the Raiders and the Chargers.
4: I didn't see it, John, but I heard a lot of outrage, and I know uh, you're rubbing a little salt in the wound there with the uh, Superchargers song.
3: <laughs> well, you know what? Sometimes you get what you deserve. So uh, I, I hope those who uh, bought the season tickets up there in L.A. enjoyed that wherever they show up. But the, I know the people out here in Las Vegas had a pretty good time Thursday night. Bob, if you're going to play the races today and you can't get out to Los Alamitos, if you're up in the Inland Empire, where do they go?
4: Yeah, get over to the Derby Room at Fairplex. Uh, I'm going to be out there tomorrow, say say hello to my buddies before Christmas and uh, play a few races tomorrow out there. Uh, great facility. Say hi to Brandon and Monica. Tell them you heard about it right here on Thoroughbred Los Angeles. Uh, order up that breakfast when you get there john they've got a great menu and uh, you and i can attest the, the food out there is fantastic
3: i'll i'll vouch for that great food out there at the derby room Well, let's get out to los alamitos now the busiest guy in racing uh michael ronard the track announcer there not only will he be calling day and night today he's got an easy day just nine day nine races this to, this uh, afternoon and nine races tonight and then he goes twelve and twelve tomorrow night michael how's your voice holding up going into closing weekend
8: Hundred percent right now, but uh, let's just see the gradual deterioration across uh, the course of the two dozen uh, race smorgasbord tomorrow and tomorrow night. It's certainly going to be a record for me.
3: I tell you what, uh, some great racing last weekend, and even though there was a surprise in the champion of champions. You know, Ed Berger tried to give us a little heads up on the winner.
8: Yes, yes, he did. Fancy flashback and uh, the horse produced a huge performance out of gate number one. He had finished second as the champion of champions two years ago, came back and won it this year as a five-year-old. He is a 440-yard specialist, and he outfinished the even-money favourite Impressum, the reigning AQHA horse of the year, uh, they were drawn one and two and uh, that's how they finished. No luck for Monte has had the strongly fancied pair of Scoops Dynasty and apolitical Pence. Scoops Dynasty missed the start hopelessly. Apolitical Pence began brilliantly, had the lead mid race and somehow lost his action briefly in the hind quarters. It was a bizarre thing. He was fine afterwards, but he lost his chance at history. He could have equaled refrigerator as the only three time winner of the champion of champions.
3: That was strange. It looked like he was going to go on to win, and all of a sudden, it's like, well, what happened there? And then uh, Sunday night, we we made some history in the Los Alamitos 2 million.
8: Well, the same owner-trainer combination, owner-trainer-jockey combination that won the champion of champions, did so the following night in the 2 million futurity, second time in history that that has happened, and the first time in history that the winner of the Golden State million futurity and 2 million has... uh, clinched the double by being the fastest qualifier to both races. I refer to Train Station V, who did a remarkable job. He was a dominant favourite, but he broke through the gate prior to the event, and that often spells doom, but he overcame that and a bump early in proceedings to still prove too strong. Fantastic performance by Train Station V.
3: Bob Ike, you had some questions about the upcoming schedule of racing at Los Alamitos.
4: Yeah, good morning, Michael. And I, I know you'll be bringing your chamomile tea and, and honey for tomorrow, where you're calling twelve and twelve, and uh, maybe maybe a couple IPAs after those twelve uh, nighttime races tomorrow night. So good luck on all that, and and then I think you're going to get a little time off, right, from the nighttime. Uh, you guys are are going to take next weekend off. Is that correct?
8: Yes, and it might be welcome after the exertions of uh, the double headers. So, yeah, we're off for uh, next weekend, Bob. And uh, so tomorrow night is actually the end of the quarter horse racing season. There'll be mandatory payouts uh, and night tomorrow. Uh, so we come back for quarter horse action the night of Saturday, December 30th.
3: Well, Michael, we've got about a minute and a half. Uh, first down dash handicap tonight. Want to get a radio play from you and uh, see where we're going.
8: Yeah, two stakes races uh, at the back end of tonight's card. Really good fields. The A ransom is for three-year-olds, race eight, and the first down bash for three-year-olds and up, but features a pair of three-year-olds who could have gone in the eighth race. Mahomes Magic and Eleventorero. Interesting placement by Connections. Mind you, it, it is 50 yards longer, but there's a lot of depth in the older ranks against that pair in the grade three feature to end tonight's program. For a radio play, gentlemen, I'll try an 8-to-1 shot on Ed Burgard's morning line in the fifth race, number seven, Freddie, who did enough on debut to warrant a look here from a favorable post position. Now, there are a couple of well-credentialed maidens. By that, I mean horses who perform very well in futurity trials. Uh, so it's, it's a deep, quality maiden field, but there's some upside with Freddie. And at 8 to 1, I think it was worth a shot. Race 5, number
3: 7. Race 5, number 7, that'll do it. We're out of time. Thanks to everybody for listening. Mike Willman here, 8 to 10 tomorrow. And on next Saturday, a preview of the Santa Anita meet. That's December 23rd. Thanks for listening. Talk to you next Saturday.
8: Waste your time day. But Mr. Ed will never speak unless he has something to say.
3: A horse is a horse, of course, of course.
10: And